Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Bess. I am sitting in your guest bedroom, surrounded by all different drinks. Yes, we've been waiting for an ambulance to pass us by so we don't get it on tape. I Although have, we may have. I have coffee, I have water, and we, of course, have our kava. Yes, cheers. Cheers. Welcome to yet another episode of Once Upon a Housewife. And boy, I think this might be our first episode that we love to hate. Yeah, I don't, I do not enjoy this one but we do it's it's a powerhouse of a doozy if that makes sense it's a it's a big doozy who do we have today (sighs) leanne lockin real housewives of dallas we're doing dallas yeah she was uh i guess the original probably like she was i i want she was the star of dallas she was the reason for dallas i think many people thought they were the star of dallas but she actually was. I think I maybe enjoyed Leanne my first time around with Dallas. And then rewatching Dallas, I was like, I hate this woman. I have to say, this was a dark. She's a dark force. I do not enjoy her at all. I don't either. She had. She's she took the life out of me. Watch. She was exhausting. Physically, emotionally. Ugh exhausting in every way possible so to answer a quick burning question right now is she someone i want to be friends with no fuck no <laughs> but you know what we had to we there's gonna we be have to do it there's gonna be love to hates and uh she was fun to hate though she really was a very good villain she's a love to hate she kept dallas in line I mean, like, watchable-ish. I guess. I don't know. R.I.P. R.I.P. Dallas. <laughs> okay, so. Right, what do we have on Dallas? we go. Once upon a time, there was a girl born Leanne Wade on June 7th, 1967. Leanne is 5 feet 8 inches tall now. She is a Gemini, which is an air sign. Geminis are communicative, witty, and curious. I'm curious as to what her moon sign is, because this does not track to me. She's, I don't think she's witty. No, I don't think she's curious. She just waits for somebody to talk, so then she can say She can be combative. Not even that. She waits for somebody to talk, so then she could say, well, I was neglected at three years old. I was molested as a child. I was this and that and that. Leanne was born in Pasadena, Texas, which I believe is near Houston, to Perry Joseph Wade and Margaret Gail Hicks. She was raised by her grandparents in Houston, but she I think she was just sort of given to the grandparents. We don't know much about the father, but we know that her mother was in the carnival business because she remarried a man who was in the business and Leanne used to also work in the carnival business or the circus pretty much. Um, In the summers. In the summers. She would live with her grandparents during the year. She would go and work with her mother. She was a a summer summer carny. carny. 
from from the ages three to 16, that's a pretty significant portion of your life when you're growing up. So she graduated from J. Frank Dobby High School in Houston in 1985, and then she attended the University of Houston. I am not sure if she graduated, what the major was. I could not find that information, but she did. She did. She was enrolled for at least a semester. She was enrolled. So one of her big, um, you know, things that she did while she was growing up, probably to make money or scholarships, was that she was in pageants. She was in Miss Texas USA. She came in third place in that pageant. She was in Miss Arizona 1989 and won. Why was she in Miss Arizona? I guess she must have. Did she? I'm maybe. Do we know? Do we call that a semester abroad? Yeah, for Arizona. Her. Yeah. <laughs> She went to the desert and won a pageant. Perhaps she went there just because she got a place in the pageant. I am not sure. Then she placed in the top 10 in the 1989 Miss USA. I should have looked up some YouTube on that. I know. Now I wish I saw that. She was a pageant queen and a carny queen. (laughs) So then she ended up um, doing a lot of modeling after that. In L.A.? In L.A. in the 90s and early 2000s, she also worked as an actor. Some of her IMDb credits are Miss Congeniality. Miss Nebraska. With Sandra Bullock. Walker, Texas Ranger, one episode. (laughs) My Best Friend is a Vampire. What the heck is that? No clue. And GCB, which is a show called Good Christian Bitches. And I actually remember that show. With Kristen Chenoweth. With Kristen Chenoweth. I think I watched the whole... I think I watched one episode. I think I watched like probably at least five or six until it was canceled. She was in one episode. So, uh, yeah. She's very involved in charity. So, one of her biggest arcs, at least earlier in the seasons of Dallas, was that she was a Dallas charity queen. I think this is another one of those, like, Dallas was going to start off as, like, charity world. Like, one of those, like, we're not really sure it's a housewife show. So, I think they, their yeah, first season, kind of like Potomac. Like, it really has a focus that first season, where she was constantly telling people that... Something was going to ruin their reputation in the charity world if they did this or they didn't do this. Or something was going to um, not start them out on the right foot in that world. If they wanted to break into the scene, this is what they needed to do. And she seemed to be the person who knew everything. So really, it seems to me like, you know, I, I don't think Leanne's got a lot of money. She admitted she's got she, nothing. How she said she got in the charity scene was in the first season, she was basically with her dog at like a vet or a do- animal hospital. There. And she met someone and she said that who was like probably worked in a lot of like philanthropic animal charities. And she was like, I want to do that. And I think she saw that as her way in to social climb. She's a huge social climber. Humongous social climber. She is known really as a connector. And that's the way she only did it. I think she just started doing stuff for free. Charity, charity, charity. Working the events and just getting noticed. She claims that she connects the big billionaires with the charities. Kind of telling them where their money can go. I call that false. I think she just sort of got weaseled her way in and was like a little bit of an ass kisser. Or a lot of bit of an ass kisser. And here I am, charity, charity, charity. Right. She makes me want to talk in this horrible accent. 
Right. I <laughs> know, <laughs> She's a charity concierge, if you will. Charity concierge. So she's been heavily involved with AIDS and homelessness and housing charities, as we saw. She's got a big in with the um, AIDS services of Dallas. Yes. So that was that was one of the major features. So she actually got started in reality TV before Housewives. So it seems to me like with all of the modeling and acting, none of these she I was had... trying to get on TV before Housewives. Oh, always. And none sure. of these I had seen before either. What was she in? She was in something in 2009 called She's Got the Look, which was, I guess, a search for the latest supermodel 35+. plus. She came in third place. Good for her. She also appeared on Most Eligible Dallas, which I think, if you remember, was that dating show about people in Dallas. It sounds familiar. It came out before Housewives of Dallas. I don't really remember that many people from it, but uh, something called Big Rich Texas also, which I don't know what that is. <sighs> and I didn't care enough to look it up. No. So, okay, her marriage. She married her longtime boyfriend, Rich Emberlin, on April 27th, 2019. We saw it on the show. It turns out they met online. And he has been married three other times. So this was his fourth marriage or this was his third? Fourth. Jesus. Three marriages, three divorces. And they were together for eight years before they even got engaged. I think it was nine. Oh, eight before engagement, nine. Nine before marriage. Before marriage. Uh, She believes her grandmother died and went to heaven after Leanne met Rich because she knew she would be taken care of. That's what she said, at least. So Rich Emberlin is a 30-plus-year veteran of law enforcement, including the SWAT team. I believe all of that is in Dallas or in Texas, at least. He was forced to retire in 2016 after sustaining an injury to his right eye that left him permanently blind. His SWAT team eye? He had that eye patch. Oh, yeah. He looked like a pirate. He looked... Yeah, definitely. He now works uh, doing a lot of speaking engagements and uh, motivational speaking. That's all Leanne's influence. Oh, for sure. This is how you can make money. She says she wakes up every day and thanks God for rich. That's or you should funny. actually thank Christian Mingle or however, whichever website. Hinge. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Back then it was probably like match.com yes. maybe eHarmony maybe it was the personal I, ads they met an eHarmony maybe sure. it was Craigslist personals <laughs> I mean she just sat online I'm not sure if it was 1998 or no, 2008 or something this is an eHarmony couple this seems like an eHarmony couple to me too anyway what do we got with her business ventures oh my favorite business who venture who was Leanne before the show that's the Besides, mystery is how she got any money before she came on the show. Well, first of all, I don't think she's ever had any money. She I think it. she's pretty open about that. She was living in Rich's townhouse. She had no money. It's like this ranch house that has a terribly unremodeled kitchen. She is scrappy and scrapped by. Whether yeah. it was a small stipend on Big Rich Texas yeah. or any sort of prize She's money. She's living on a couple residuals from years past. I don't think she had insurance, health insurance. I don't think she did either. I Until mean, rich. But if he's retired, there's probably I guess there's a pension. Pension-y. There's probably a pension. So, yeah, for her, it just I've just been very confused about where her paycheck comes from. 
before Housewives, we obviously know. And, and like now, where does it come from? Is it Instagram. just Instagram ads? It's all Instagram yeah. ads. So, okay, business ventures that we know of. This is my favorite. Yeah. It was a huge moment on Housewives too. is the Law Infinity dress. One dress, 175 ways. People look this up. I did look it up. I think it's 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 out of commission. If you if you click on it, nothing. It's no, like, I could order it, but there was like you couldn't get it in black. You had to get it in like red. red. I think it's like they're just selling out whatever was left in the inventory. Yeah, it was like a little black dress with little snaps snapped on capes and arms and fish a mermaid tail <laughs> that you could put on it. It was featured on the show few times so for 150 dollars 150 dollars not a bad place she has a website called leannlocken.com i know this is one thing i saw on there is she sells daily positive affirmations for 4.99 you guys can buy guys you can buy an affirmation for five bucks do you remember that one time on the show that she said um people were calling her negative i think it was in mexico and she said, I used to run a fucking inspirational blog. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that I, she's I, referring my to journal, these positive My journal entries were inspirational. Yeah. Uh, she seems to sell some swimsuits on there. Okay. She's got a great body. She's got a great body. It's like, I don't know, they were $40, $60 a piece and kind of flowery. I will say, in fairness, there's not one single housewife that I would, if somebody said, do you want their body? I would take any one of them. Any housewife. So the funniest part I've seen about her website that I haven't seen on any other housewives is that you can go on her website and you can see her body of work. Like commercials, pageants, hosting, it's all in categories. And my favorite part was actual commercials that she has been in. Like Some of them look recent. Ooh. She has First Financial Bank, uh, Wingstop, Doing What's wings wing? looks oh. like an old one, like the restaurant for Buffalo Wings. Yeah. Hmm. She has a Wingstop commercial that ran on TV. She has Regis offices, which look to be like sort of an early WeWork type okay. of a thing. First Financial Bank, iMark Express. I will say they look recent. And then she's got examples of herself doing charity hosting, to some light TV anchoring. Like, this is Leanne coming in with a report on... The charity world. She's a very good public speaker. I could see her being very good at this. She's a very rehearsed and compelled public speaker. uh, Compelling. She throws those light softballs of like, that's the only humor she has is like a softball speech humor. Yeah, she's got no sense of humor. Uh, But her website's like a resume. And I think it's because she's trying to get work. So what what else do we have about her? Her cameo. You can get a cameo from her for $80. That's one of the lowest ones we've seen. I think, yes. In recent episodes. Less than Jen Aiden. Yeah. Her net worth, according to the things. What is the things? I don't know. One of those websites that I was like, well, it's on, it's on the <laughs> web. So <laughs> allegedly $2.5 It's not very much. Do we think that's true? I think she might be worth less. Hmm. I mean, unless like the, maybe some the of the Instagram's Instagram paying. partnerships are really lucrative. She's a she, hustler. Yeah. I mean, it could I be. I also think she's a saver. She doesn't pay for a goddamn I mean, it's not, thing. It's also not. That's true. That is probably how she has any savings account at all. Because she doesn't pay for I don't for think that anything. house that they're living 
Dallas is a cheap place to live, and I don't think that house that they're living in is worth Rich's anything. That's Rich's house. Yeah, and it's not worth anything. It's a anything. townhouse. Either way. So it's not like it's in the house. Sometimes we see housewives with, like, all of their worth is inside their house. She's Definitely got a million here. followers on Instagram. That's decent. That's a decent amount. Steph- to compare, Stephanie Holloman has 615,000. Rich, her husband, has 1,415. Mm-hmm. Cameron Westcott has 374,000. Carrie Birdingham, her arch nemesis, had 101,000. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. What do we got with her... Uh, taglines on the show. Oh, I love these are weak taglines. She was not on all of the seasons, correct? She, she was, was on, on four, four of five seasons, of five, and then she was let go under some. We'll get there. Circumstances. Scrupulous circumstances. circumstances. She. These taglines are not great. She is not funny. I'm excited to hear these. Okay, I'll do it in my horrible Leanne voice. <laughs> that I. That this is how she talks to me. Season one. I grew up a carny kid. Play games with me and you're gonna pay. I mean, I don't mind that one. I guess. I don't know. She's coming right out there. She's gonna basically strangle you. (laughs) This is truth. Um, Season two. I'm a true Texan. No bull, but all horns. They all had a bull at some point. Bully or bull. Like like big Texas. Big Texas energy, these people. Uh, Yeah. Season three. You don't mess with Texas and you don't mess with me. True. I would not mess with her. I, I would not go near her. I do not feel safe near her. Agree. Season agree. four. Dallas is a pageant that I always win. Or in her case, come in third. <laughs> I don't think she won much. No. Yikes. What's your favorite? Um, I like the carny. Like the coming right out of the gate about her carny kid ways. Yeah. I agree. I might. I'm a true Texan. No bull, all horns. I don't. I don't like any of these. Even I that know. one. I have to tell you, I found Dallas rewatching it some great moments, but overall, I found the franchise itself to be quite dark. Shocking how dark it was, especially the second like, time through. And what I mean, I guess I should define what I mean by dark. I mean it was the most relatable. These were real, real housewives, These actually. These were actually real. These weren't like fake, like Kyle Richards is running around. She's being an actress and being fabulous. None of these Hills women really were. Erica Jane. These were like, they had depression. They had thoughts of suicide. And I'm not saying all housewives are like this. They just, there was a darkness underneath all of their personalities, especially Leanne. They were all really, for the most part, housewives. They were. And it was just... There was, like, I mean, I grew up in a suburb with, you know, kind of this mm-hmm. Desperate Housewives feel. It had that feeling of that TV show, Desperate Housewives. A lot of, we know Except everybody's for, business. Yeah. And, like, you say one wrong thing or make one wrong move and people are going to judge you You for won't it. be popular. You won't be in the popular girls crowd. And it reminded me the most of that. There was also a casualness to Dallas because probably it's it's Texas. It's not like super fabulous. I just think it was a really good location for Housewives. I wish we would have done better with our choice of casting. casting. There's a lot of mistakes that were made and things that were overlooked. I think Dallas ran its course. For sure. I think Dallas also had, they didn't fall under the glam 
no. squad, hell of it all, which I really appreciated. There were more red solo cups in mm. in these yep. seasons than I've ever seen on any other housewives. There was also a whole lot of drinking oh, and a whole lot of natural of fun on camera that like wasn't planned out. And I think they genuinely like they would fight, but they genuinely would have come together in the name they of drinking. They recovered a little bit quicker than people that take themselves. They didn't take themselves as seriously. I think as Dallas, sometimes people from like Beverly Hills take themselves so seriously. Yeah. And New York doesn't really, but um, Dallas ran its course though. Like it I thought ran it was its course. I agree. Season three, season three was good in Dallas. Three and four. Three and four. Yeah. One was four not and, great, four and two was not great, and 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 it had so much darkness. Two was really bad, but it wasn't Leanne's five season. Had a lot of darkness too. Five was the worst. Five just brought Cut it on it. down, and it was like take it away. But with some of Leanne's major storylines from the four seasons that she was on was her, um, you know, connector of da- um, charity con- connector. Charity connector. Her carny um, past, her abandonment issues with her family, um, doesn't think her mother loved her, uh, her her infinity dress. Her wedding. Her anger issues, her wedding, her flesh-eating virus. I love that flesh-eating virus. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, her unfortunate racist ending Oof. to her time on the show. So lifestyle what do we have on lifestyle lifestyle (laughs) i'm just reading what sarah's notes are on lifestyle and this is her lifestyle note sorry sarah i'm throwing you under the bus survivor of childhood abuse by a neighbor at a very young age and a domestic abuse by a former fiance that's her lifestyle that's her lifestyle what else do we know that's all she cries about. I don't know what kind of car she drives. I don't know what she likes to cook. She drove a Mercedes. I don't know what she likes to eat. I know that she has charity, and I know that she's a survivor. That's and all she would ever that's do. Pretty you much fight, it. and she would just knock the wind out of everyone by start crying and saying that she wasn't loved. She was abandoned at three, and she was molested. No matter what the fight was about, it could have been about Stephanie stole Brandy's look, yeah. and it would be like. I was abandoned at three and start crying. She sucks the air out of the room. Agree. So should we get into our moments? Let's do moments. What do you have? Okay. So my first one. Oh, I want to say a couple more things. Real okay. Quick. I forgot about some of these things. I see similarities in Leanne. I see similarities of three different other housewives. Okay. Jen Shaw, the anger issues, like the right, like where you're just revved up to like 100%. Looking for a fight to be on a show. In a hot moment. Yes. Kenya Moore. The abandonment mommy issues. Absolutely. And also tries to get attention in that way. But Kenya Moore, she can't even compete with Kenya. No. No. And then I see some of Bethany. Bethany, how? Well, I just put just the damage just the family damage family goods. damage um bad shit crazy and also that i i thought the more i watched her that i think what we see leanne do on camera like she just ravages at people she goes crazy uh loses it loses her mind i think bethany frankel might do it off camera 
like to either her like she's a monster boss monster boss like to her staff to her husband or her Her quiet rage or her private rage yeah i think that's the reason why she has okay but that story for another time but you know and i also see leanne as being she's the type of woman whose best friends are her dogs (laughs) she does not have well she had tiffany her best friends are these dogs. She's or always like, like in the dirty. kitchen with her dogs, like giving them treats and talking to them. Anyway, moments. What do I have with moments? Okay, so my first one that I have is season one, episode four and five. And the episodes, it kind of goes across two episodes. I love this the moment. The first one is called, the first episode four, I think, is Mouth of the South. And the second episode's Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And this particular instance happens in episode five. So they're at Leanne's good friend Marie's cocktail party that she's having for the ladies. And by so, the way, I think Marie... Marie was on... I think she was meant to be a housewife. They, they she her. filmed the entire time and they cut her. Yeah. She was a very friend of energy, but in like a really desperate. And they constantly caught her lying. She would be they like, did. no, I didn't. And then the camera would be like, yeah, you did. Yeah. So they're in some kind of steakhouse place or something called i don't know jacks or something and brandy and leanne had not been getting along at all they'd been fighting we see leanne scream at brandy and call her trash she screams at stephanie for backing up leanne or backing up brandy and then we see leanne say i'm done and storm off outside and onto the street basically leaving every leaving a path of destruction leaving every single person inside bawling their eyes out at what she has just, just the bomb yeah. that she has let off. So Tiffany, if we remember Tiffany was on in I think only season one. Mm-hmm. I actually thought Tiffany was like a decent housewife, a little boring. Tiffany was a terrible housewife. No, I don't know. Maybe She, she should have been that. the friend of. All right. So she follows her out onto the street of the restaurant and they're having this screaming match themselves about you know tiffany saying i always stand up for you i always take up for you she's a good friend to leanne i always take up for you and i can't do it anymore and um you know you've just just totally fucked up all these relationships and i'm always getting blamed for being your friend Mm -hmm. and so at one point leanne gets in tiffany's face screams at her and says she's done what do they scream about with cameras, too? It's like a fourth cam- wall break. Okay, it is a total wall break. Because at one point, Leanne says, get these cameras off of me. She, like, basically marches over to the cameraman, gets in his face, and starts screaming at him to stop filming. And then while she's screaming at him, she trips in the street. <laughs> she's wearing these high heels, and she nearly falls over sideways. It's hilarious. And then as she's throwing this fit, she tries to swing at the cameraman and she nearly gets run over by like some kind of Dallas like streetcar trolley. That she I don't know, this is the public transportation there. And then she tries to swat at the trolley and she hits the trolley that goes by with her hand. She throws this like complete hissy fit in the middle of the street. Then we see her take both of her high heels off and storm away in a huff and puff, carrying her shoes in her hands total fit throw a perfect housewives exit with some physical comedy that's a very jen shaw moment is correct season one episode four and five but in five this how um this is what happens i love this moment it was great physical comedy one of my favorite moments is season one episode nine killing time in austin Mm, this trip was 
What to carry? No, it was to Austin, Stephanie, Stephanie and Brandy had a Brandy's house in Austin. Shared lake house. It's actually in a nice house. It looked pretty nice. I think it's not there anymore. But cast trip to Austin. They're all drinking in the Sprinter van. Brandy has to pee in a solo cup. Leanne thinks it's tacky. That was always Brandy's things. Was she's trashy? Yeah. Brandy or Steph says, "I'm not sure which one." It's better than shitting in a bag. Which was, came out through her friend Marie that only Leanne, Tiffany, and Marie knew that she had one time shit in a bag in a car. And Marie was on this trip. Yes. Right? And, um... So what's the story so about she completely her shit in a bag? Brandy and... I'll get there. Okay. Brandy and Stephanie are unpacking in their room saying they hope that's true after Leanne totally denies it. And then she goes to her confessional. Quote, haven't you ever wanted to be skinny and fit into a dress and taken a laxative and drank too much and everything kicked in? Absolutely. Do you have? Of course. I mean, skinny for a dress, you've taken a laxative? For- 100%. I don't think this is that weird of a thing to do or be embarrassed about. I mean, she should have just fessed up to it and made it laugh because she, she has no sense of humor. She made it seem like, no, zero. And she made it seem like everyone was ganging up on her because they laughed at her for using a laxative. But it's like, funny. Big deal. It's They'd, funny. All these, most of these women had had kids, so they've all... Been there. Pooped and peed whenever they didn't want to. Yeah. She, she took was, it very seriously. Another trait of the end. She takes herself very seriously. Has zero, she has zero sense of humor. Yeah, agreed. But I just thought that was such a funny moment. That was that was pretty hilarious. All right, what else you got? Um, season three, episode one. It's called Your Amygdala is Showing. This is kind of a mini moment, but this season three, when she comes in, she comes in kind of... She's just been awful to everybody. She's been a complete nightmare for she a couple of seasons. She spew out everything horrible cry and then be like i'm sorry and then march no she'd march away and then she'd like bring it back up next time they were on camera she was on apologizing tour of season three right she has found her her meditation center she has been going to therapy she's been getting in touch with her past childhood trauma issues so in this episode, it's the first episode of the season, and Leanne and Deandra are going to the Dallas Yoga Center to meet a yogi named David Sunshine. <laughs> and this place, it seems more like a hippy-dippy Deandra place to me than, because, you know, Deandra's into the readings and things more than more than Leanne is, but um, she explains that she's got anger <sighs> issues, and since she was abused and tortured as a child, she has recently found out that her amygdala... Has grown exponentially. Now, what is an amygdala? Your amygdala is a small part of your brain, but it has a big job. It's a major processing center for emotions. It also links your emotions to many other brain abilities, especially memories, learning, and senses. And when it doesn't work as it should, it can cause or contribute to disruptive feelings and symptoms. So she blamed it on the amygdala. Yeah, she did. So she's read... That monks can shrink their amygdala by meditation. So that's what she's going to do here at the Dallas Yoga Center. And I do, do you think th- mindfulness is a good path for Leanne. Do you think that was like uh, one of those things that you can be like, and from 10 to 11, amygdala shrinking? Yeah. 
I do. So she's she's really set. She's seeking more control of herself and her emotions in this season. And then she says they have this whole session with David Sunshine. And I think there's like a sound bath element or some kind of ringing too. And she says after she's done, she can see why this balances amygdalas. And De- uh, Deandra is just rolling her eyes. And mind, I, you, and mind you, Deandra herself is a, is a believer in all of these, you know, we see her with shamans and, and everything like that, but she's just rolling her eyes at, at Leanne. And it's a funny moment. We actually believe she's going to try to become centered in Zen, and it's just not meant. It takes for like one episode. She does yeah. apologize a lot. I'll give her that. Oh, yeah. All right. I've got, this is actually a season one, episode 10 moment that it's small, but I had to. It's called The Full Nelson. Leanne really wants to be a public speaker and write her memoir. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is just, this is like Leanne in a nutshell to me. She's meeting with someone in their company that can put her on the speaking circuit. She sounds like an idiot. She's talking all about the affirmations that she writes over 100, which she apparently sells for $4.99 on her website. Downloadable PDFs. Oh, her memoir is called Design to Shine. So she's got her memoir name ready to go. Locked and locked and locking and loaded. Locking and loaded. They tell her she doesn't need a book. And it sounds like she hasn't gone through the healing process yet. <laughs> Enough to write something about it. Yeah. But in Leanne's confessional, yeah, I don't think they're getting it. That's what she wants. She doesn't want to do the work. She just wants the glory. That's true. Do you think she does any motivational speaking now? Sure, if they'll have her. And has she ever written a memoir? Has this memoir ever come to fruition? I feel like we would have found that now. Yeah. Nobody wants her memoir. No. We saw it. It's called Real Housewives of Dallas. (laughs) That was a good one. I thought that was funny that she had designed to shine. They all looked at her like she was an idiot. And they're like, yeah, great. Hmm, no. Oh, boy. What else you got? My last memory is season four, episode 10, which is called My Big Fat Dallas Wedding. I love her wedding. It's horrible. It's awful. I mean, parts of it look really, really fun. Absolutely. But do not come there hungry. Oh, my gosh. So this wedding takes place April 27th, 2019. So it's fairly recently. It's at the Cathedral of Hope in Dallas. And the Cathedral of Hope, let me just read you. Okay. What is the Cathedral of Hope? It says on their website, in a world where Christianity has been associated with intolerance, exclusion, and hate, the mission of Cathedral of Hope is to proclaim Christ through faith, hope, and love. We are a community of many races, ethnic backgrounds, religious experiences, ages, sexual orientations, and gender identities. No matter where you are in your journey of faith, you will have a home at Cathedral of Hope. So she's very pro LGBTQIA. <laughs> the letters, apologies. A the cop is kicking in. But okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, she's in it. She wants to go uh, to a place and get married that is open for all, that is welcoming and loving to all, including her, her damaged, broken self. They are welcoming to her. Does she attend this faith institution? I'm not sure. But she definitely wants to get married there. Um, her so. wedding, they had a five-hour break. Okay, so yes. She's at the Cathedral of Hope. This wedding is insane. Um, the wedding itself, 
you know, it seems like she and Rich, they have some nice vows. She has this whole part in the beginning where she's like, where's my mom? Where's my mom? Where's my mom? Her mom finally walks in like close to when it starts. Like two minutes before. so it appears on the TV. Um, It's, then we get this four to five hour break in the middle of the wedding and the reception. And I hate a break, people. She says it's because she wants to stup her husband. For five hours? Before. So really, then we see her and Rich, after the wedding, go and get these chili cheese dogs, I think from Sonic. They do a drive-thru with this Rolls Royce. And then she just wants, you could tell she wants like a camera to film her in this bridal She was dress. desperate to be filmed. Desperate. She wants to like have this picture of her eating a chili cheese dog from Sonic in this lace wedding dress with a crown on her head and rich her husband is like absolutely not you're not fucking eating this car you're not eating a chili dog you absolutely cannot he forbids her from eating it was a rolls royce it was a rolls royce it was probably rented so they go back to the hotel they eat these chili dogs she's like making love to this chili dog and then i don't know what they do but they go back five hours was this her attempt at trying for comedy yeah i think it really really was her attempt and then we see her go to the reception. She's changed her outfit. Her hair is down. Um, I, I mean, if I were a guest at this wedding, I'd be it wasted like a great by dance now. party, but because she had no food. I would be wasted by now. So there looks like there's like all these performers there. There's like some people swinging and people swinging dressed from like the mirror ceiling. balls. Yeah, they were they were dressed like disco balls with like lampshades on their heads. I mean, and I see there's all these like wine food trucks almost like that they're doing like wine out of the little trailer but it's only alcohol yeah and then she's got a couple cheese boards and she's got cake but there's no seated dinner there's no seated plated dinner and everybody is super super pissed about this i'm starving i feel like she should have said like hey eat before you come yeah I mean, so maybe tacky. that, I mean, it's absolutely super, super tacky. You spent so much money on your wedding. She didn't. She got it all sponsored. She got her sponsored wedding. Couldn't sponsor. Caterers are like, no, you're not sponsoring us. We need money. And that's I guess she that's why she it. didn't serve food. She got like freaking um, Piggly Wiggly to do like a couple of cheese boards. No, she probably had to pay for those. So she was just That's like, why we had so little. That's why. So everyone's drinking up a storm. They're dancing. The dancing looks fun, but everyone is complaining about the food, that there's no seated dinner. They had to wait hours and hours for her to show up. Anyway, then her poor mother comes in. She's fighting her way through the crowd, trying to get a picture with her daughter on her wedding day. Mm -hmm. Her mother had been crying at the wedding itself. She seemed happy. But her mother got weird, too. Her mother was like... They don't have a close relationship, that's for sure. But she gets a picture with her, and then basically she just, like, Leanne, like, snaps a quick pic with mom. And then she's back to the other influencers of Dallas, and her mom, like, gets in the ballet line and goes home. Sad. It's She's there for, like, ten minutes. Or something like that. So, but her wedding itself was nice. It's wild because of all of the things that she paid for or got. And I then love the rest fun, of the things that she didn't have. I love it's a crazy. fun drunk dance party. She's wearing a big, huge, like, beauty queen crown on her head. She's got, oh God. It's, it's a good one. Very good moment. All right. This one ties into that. Season four, episode three. exactly what three. you're going to say. Oh my God. Donde esta Margarita. Leanne and her wedding planner, Steve, who's the greatest wedding planner of all time ever. This guy looks insane. 
And his toupee. My God. It was. Okay. They're at this place, Nardes, which is the premier courtier of Dallas. They also have one in New York. I looked up Nardos. Oh, they they do. actually have some quite nice dresses. Their locations are Dallas and New York. Okay. Well, there's money there. And she has to get her dress in seven weeks before the wedding. And it usually takes... Six months, right? Miss, Miss Nardos, six months. <laughs> she is drawing her a wedding dress with this gorgeous train. And, like, the back is important because it needs to have a moment because we're all looking at your back. She asks, how much is her budget? And Leanne just sort of looks at Steve and, like, doesn't say anything. Waiting for Steve to jump in. And then she's like, she does not, she's like, well, you tell me what I can get away with. This so, was so cringy. This was so cringy. It was awkward as shit. So then she's got a, so she's like, well, 10, 10K. And she lets out. <gasps> no, the woman. So was 10K. it Miss Nardo? Or Mi- what would you call her? Miss Nardo Miss Nardo's. Like a dress like this is going to be about 10,000. So <gasps> is that in your budget? That's what she says. Basically. That's her reaction. She's like, okay. I so don't she's have like, any of that money. Seven thousand, and she just sort of like looks again at weird Steve. She almost starts crying. Well, she's just doing this. This is all for sure. This is how she got her entire wedding sponsored. Yep. And she just looks at Steve. Leanne says nothing because she doesn't want to be the bad guy, and she looks like a deer in the headlights. Steve finally jumps in. There, and he just goes. There are so many people who want to do things for her. She's always so hesitant and humble about things that people want to do for her because of all the things she has done for them. Yeah. She just like looks on like hint, hint, like she looks away. She can't look at that woman in the eye. No, well, you're going to be, you're going to be featured on Real Housewives of Dallas. That's how she kind of got away. That's the quote unquote things that they're doing for her. Uh Uh-huh. The connector. And and then I think she takes the hint. She's like, of course I want to do this for you. And she's just like, she's like, don't worry, don't worry. And I she wonder takes if afterwards she was like, fuck you, Leanne. She takes that deep breath after that woman's like, don't worry. N- don't even think about the money. We're going to get you this dress. We're going to do it. I want, she, Thank you, you take so much, Leanne. Big, <sighs> and, and I think that's what she... Do you I, think that's how she lives her life? That's how she that's eats and sleeps and gets a dress? Absolutely and how. Gets her hair done and gets her makeup done? She's like, I'm wearing this. It's on the show. I'm sponsored. Sponsored, sponsored, sponsored. Mm. She's so tacky. Yeah. And then she says, of course, like, if I had DeAndra Simmons or Cam's money, of course I would pay. But I don't. So. I love having a scrappy person like this, though. I know, but then you don't need a $10,000 dress. I love having a scrappy person like this. I do, too, but get a $1,500 dress. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get this. I mean, this dress was like 3D. It was crazy looking. It was crazy looking. It was pretty. She looked good. I didn't agree with the crown. But it it was like 3D. Stephanie somehow. said they found the... Um, it was like a... Tit- she made a Titanic reference of uh, Jewel of the oh, Crown. Yeah. yeah. Finding it on her head. Jewel 1. of 1.5 Yeah. Which, of course, borrowed. Everything's borrowed. Her yeah. life is borrowed. Correct. These. That was my last Leon Locken moment. I loved it. So some of the other moments that we didn't talk about, maybe filing under the things that we need to talk about. The et cetera moments? Yeah. Like, we didn't talk about the, um, they're just hands. Oh, gosh. That's because, you know what? That's a moment that everyone knows about is they're just hands. Yeah. That I like to do the moments that are just a little bit 
more hidden gems. I know, because some of these seemed like really calling to attention. I don't want to say fake moments, but real sound bites. Yeah. And we tried to kind of be with more real moments I like than to just do, sound bites. Yeah, I'm not going to do the table flipping moments. Right. So just there's just hands is is an iconic one though. And also the um my weave's tired. My panty my liner. My panty liner is tired Exhausted. when they're in Denmark. Exhausted. Um, there's a couple others. There's... Um, I will say I liked the moment where she got engaged to Steve. That was actually... They got engaged at a carnival. It was actually a really nice moment. If you want to watch it, it's season two. I think episode five. Six. Season two, episode six, where they she does get engaged, which was actually, I think, one of the truest Leanne moments where she just wasn't vampiring. You don't think she set that whole thing up? You do. Oh, absolutely. She's like, we're going to get... It's, we're real no, she wanted to get, engaged, get engaged, engaged at a carnival. At the Texas State Fair. I don't think... I don't know. Let me just have it. You she was just nice. It. What about the dick sucked at the Roundup? We I think we she also did not I think she didn't one. think that that well that's the they're just hands is the dick sucked at the roundup that's the that's same true. moment it is the same moment I think it's she like just, two separate parts but it's the same moment I think she was trying to I think she thought she wasn't going to be heard and I think she was just trying to throw it into Brandy like this they'll run with this they're just hands <laughs> and they work quite well <laughs> <laughs> okay how about the darker moments? Oh, she had some. She, she went didn't end out, on a good note. She ended on the worst note possible, this bitch. She came into season four hating her and Carrie, who was the new housewife. She was Mexican. And they were, they hated each other from moment one. And they go to Thailand together as their cast trip. Some real dubious ways to getting to Thailand. Oh, God. Through Stephanie's trip. And there's a moment where they were clashing all season. When Carrie took them to Mexico, she hated everything. They just don't like each other. And they are in she Thailand. She called her jewelry that she made. She said it looked like anal beads. Her jewelry was stupid. Yeah. They are in Thailand. And I will say, Deandra and her are on the outs. Deandra buys an infinity dress. Puts it on. Under a fake name. Under a fake name. They wear it to dinner and Carrie's helping her. It takes an hour and a half to put it on. Yeah. She comes down. Leanna kind of starts off getting the joke. Like, first she's like, you look nice. And then she knows she's the butt of the joke and she starts off trying to have a sense of humor. Carrie and Deandra are, in fact, being really mean to her about this. Very, very I actually unkind. did feel bad, bad for her about this. Yeah, I did too. It was like when you're first watching it, you're like, oh, God. And there's the thing about Real Housewives fans is we always go for the underdog. Yeah. No matter where you go, the audience, we love the underdog. Yeah. So at this moment, Leanne was the underdog. But then she gets really upset and just starts saying horrible things about Carrie being the you know, strong Mexican in such an angry way and like really going after like her being Mexican. I have to tell you, that whole trip in Thailand was haunting. Because she didn't just say it there. She said stuff earlier in the trip, too. She said stuff earlier. She she's said, also a terrible traveler. She didn't get my joke. Maybe I should have said it in Hispanic. I mean, disgusting. Horrible. Vile. Racist. 
horrible, and she was caught on camera doing it. Well, here's the other thing, too. She actually says before Thailand how she she's not known for being the greatest traveler, and they show a montage of her ruining <laughs> every cast trip. The, yeah. So, and then... I don't think she's a very well-traveled woman. No. she The furthest she goes is an all-inclusive in Mexico. Correct. Maybe the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. Then, and not even then much. No. And they all thought, I think the woman of Dallas thought it was, a lot of the footage was on producer like iPhone. I think they th- weren't thinking they were going to use it. So they weren't being speaking up and saying like, stop saying, like, stop, enough. Calm down. And they're also scared of Leanne too. Oh, not they're to, all terrified Not to her. defend her, but they were like, they almost wanted her to just like, say your horrible racist thing and then fall asleep. Like, yeah. tire yourself out. So they weren't saying anything or speaking up about it. And Stephanie had to be there, like, getting all of that. But I think she thought that they weren't going to call it out on camera. And then they started asking her about it in confessional, and she was like, fuck, the jig is up, and it's horrible. And they all were like, you can't say that, you can't say that. We know who you really are. It was, it was, she, I think she was the reason for Dallas' success for the first four seasons, because we all were, like, watching a car crash of Leanne, and then it just ended in, like, a... The dirty thud that we were not on board with. I just felt gross. so disgusting and gross. And that's when I wanted Dallas to end. Yeah. Was right with that. Like, it just and then absolutely they had dirty. And cringier season five. Yeah, they did. They did. It got, it got worse. It's hard to believe that it got worse, but it got worse. Dallas was good. Like, there was two good seasons of Dallas. I think there's something good there. That could happen because I think it's an extremely interesting city. I would Texas like a is Dallas very reboot. weird. It's a very weird place with some weird people and I weird so, society, southern rules. But this, like, it's just weird. I so but, can't relate, but I want to see it because I can't, I can't relate, relate at all. But I do want to see it, and that's why I want to see things that I can't relate to. Absolutely, I love so. I love housewives. Yeah. Okay, so what do we got for burning questions? Oh, jeez. I love burning questions. Yeah. Okay, so uh, does production like her? What do you think? I don't think they like her. I don't think they hate her. I think she's professional. What do you think? I think she's professional, and I think they probably don't like her. I think she's drama. But that's what you want. No, but she's drama like... I don't think with, she's high like maintenance. She, I, I think she's low maintenance when it comes to that because I think she just wants to put I out a I good disagree. product. I disagree. I think okay. she might be high maintenance. She might be like, I need it. I need my Starbucks now, or else I'm not going to film. Oh, I don't think so. No, no, I don't. She's too broken bird for that. All right. Does when, Andy like her? No, no. He has no use for her. That's probably why she was fired. Well, and also well, she's horrible. <laughs> there's that. Is she fashionable? No, but no, no, no one from Dallas is. No. It's not a fashion place. No, it never is. It's a lot of pattern. There's a it's lot of a lot like, of like um like sequins. No, it's a lot of like There's floral. Sequins. It's floral. It's, it's fine. Good. You know when it's fashionable, like, all right, you can wear that to your luncheon. And it's just not yeah. my taste. No. Uh what do you think of her home? Rich's town home? I don't think I, it's a town home. It looks to me like a ranch. No, it's like a, a town bad nineteen eighty two ranch. I don't think anything I don't think about it. No, there's it's, nothing. It's, it's horrible. Nothing. Is she fun to drink with? No. No. Absolutely not. If you want to go to the darkest place in the corner of the world, drink with Leanne. If you want to get angry and then cry about it, yeah. have drinks with Leanne. Yeah, She's not fun. It, no. She tried to be. 
What is her cocktail of choice? I uh, thought it was a vodka cranberry because I saw her order them a lot. Okay. On the show. She's a vodka person. She's a vodka queen. She's a vodka queen. Oh, I can relate. I didn't see her really drink a lot of wine. They drink a lot of tequila in Dallas. Yeah, but she, she, would, would, do she would do vodka shots, which okay. to me is disgusting. I don't like shots. I... I, I can do a malort shot, but I, and I you can do a malort shot. Absolutely, I'll, I can do like three in a row. Ew. But a vodka shot, sick. That might be your superhero power. You can Thank do three you. malort shots in a row. Thank you. I can and I have. Okay, so what do, you, what the hell does she watch on TV? I bet she and Rich lay there and they watch TV. Criminal sure. Minds. That's what I said. NCIS. Yes. <laughs> like or like I don't know. Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Uh, I don't know about that. Is she a good tipper? She doesn't pay. Huh. I said I thought she was a good tipper. She probably is, but she wants it all sponsored. That's all a on the very, show. Very, very good point. Does she host a good event? No. Or a good trip? No, she's never hosted a trip. Did she host a trip? No, no, no trip. No. Does no. she host a good event? She definitely MCs events. She's does a good she actually speaker? host them? No. No. That would be her own money she would have to put no, in for some No, she doesn't of it. host a good event because her wedding was the only event she hosted and that had no food at it. <sighs> Did have booze though. Uh, is she on your Mount Rushmore? No. Absolutely not. She is on She's my no Dallas one. Mount Rushmore? I don't have a Dallas Mount Rushmore. No, but if I had to have one. <laughs> Um, she's near the bottom of my list, for sure. She was a compelling person to watch. She's loved to hate. I liked hating her. Yeah, for sure. Makes her great TV. Is she a good friend? Oof, I don't know about this one. I don't even know if she has any friends. No, she's not a good friend. I don't think so. I you think she's, could, out, she's out for herself. You could be telling me your problem, and then I will tell you how I'm abandoned when I was three yeah. years old. She makes it all about herself. She waits for her turn to talk. Agree. Agree. Um, do you relate to her at all? No. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm 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 very she, sorry. I have to say I'm very sorry for thing everything she's that she went a through. Very, I'm not trying to minimize no. I know you're not trying to minimize abuse, neglect absolutely not. anything to do with that. Absolutely not. And she's a very jealous friend. Whenever her yeah. good friend Deandra's becoming friends with Brandy, she would be she doesn't want to feel left out. She's very low self esteem. She gets very upset. When, um, okay, two things. When Deandra becomes friends with Brandy mm-hmm. because they share drinking in common, they both like to do a shot of Fireball and have a so good time. They were on a cast Leanne doesn't trip. like to have a good time. Leanne does not like to have a good time. And then she also gets really angry and upset when uh, Cameron has become her ally by this point mm-hmm. in time. And Carrie comes in. Carrie, second Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, Burningham. Burn, Brittingham. Brittingham. Comes into the picture and Carrie just is, falls all over Cameron. You're so fun. I love you so much. You're so interesting. You're so great, especially on that Mexican trip. I think you're so fun. I think you're so great. And they become closer. Close. And she takes that as a threat, too. So she's very jealous. Very jealous. Um, Republican or Democrat? I think she votes Republican. I thought she might have been the Democrat of Dallas, but I don't think any of them are. Well, if you go by what her husband he's is. He's quite the qanon guy. He's a QAnon. Save the children. He seems to be, I mean, he's an ex-cop. Um, I think he's 
uh, yeah, child trafficking kind of garbage out there. He's I checked out his Instagram. He follows every Candace Owens, every Ugh. Fox News person. Um, very, very Trumpy. Um, which is, I'm confused by this, and I'm confused by this not just because for Leanne, her. but for for people in Dallas on the show and otherwise, like people that just say. I'm friendly. I'm raising money for AIDS. I'm raising money for LGBTQ. But then either being with a person or voting for a person that, and I don't, we don't know who she voted for. We don't know. Or who she votes for actively in local elections and things. But saying that bullshit and then voting a certain way against someone's interests is just, it's disgusting. I don't think they're, they're as nuanced as you are. I don't think they separate it. I think it's like... But you have to. Of course you do, but I don't think she does. I think a lot of them don't. And that's why yeah. it's so frustrating. Well, you do what your husband does. Right. So frustrating with that. Uh, does she donate her work for charities? She yeah. does. Duh. I think it's, there's ulterior motives there, but I think her heart is good. When it do comes you? to that. I think she's very into pets. Yeah, she's definitely into her dogs. Those are her best friends. And getting her story out there. Is she fun to party with? No. Absolutely not. She's a no downer. Total downer. Do you think she was a fangirl before she got on the show? Of, like, the Real Housewives in mm-hmm. general? Um, yeah. I think she studied it, but I don't know if she was a fangirl. I think she was like, this is the next, this is like the big leagues. Of yeah. getting myself out there. She was definitely trying to get on reality TV. I actually think Jen Shaw might have studied Leanne. Okay. Yeah. I can see some relations for sure, as I there said There is before. definitely some parallels. Yeah. All right. So she exited from Housewives in February of 2020. And of course, she wasn't fired. Right. Can I read this quote? Yeah, please read it. The last four years have been trolley slapping good time. Because she slapped that trolley. Wait, let me ask you this question before I go into this quote. Did she give good confessionals? I I think she thought she did. She thought she was having lots of good she sound is bites. Absolutely no Candace Dillard. Yeah. It's not natural. It's pre written, premeditated. She's no like she's too she has a backbone of anger. I said she she reminds me of Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw reminds me of her. They thought they were being funny, but they were so calculated. It's so premeditated that it's yeah. not natural or funny. No. Good point. Okay. So here's her exit qu- uh, quote. The last four years have been a trolley slap and good time, but after much consideration, I've made the personal decision to step away from Real Housewives of Dallas. Getting to share my wedding with the viewers last brought me tremendous joy. However, the season was very personally challenging for me. Well, I knew that. I'm looking forward to stepping away with the cameras and spending quality time with my husband, friends, traveling. Now it's at the country. That's mine. <laughs> but most importantly, getting back to philanthropy, which was my main reason for joining the show. Mm-hmm. No, wrong. Thank you to everyone who's laughed and cried with me along the way. It's been an amazing journey. And yes, my panty liner is still exhausted. See, that's all like... Yeah. No. There are so many exciting things on my horizon that I can't wait to share with you. Hmm. What she got, exciting things. She was not asked back. And yeah, so it seems like since the show, she has mostly been like an influencer. Um, she's had some more 
work done on her face. A lot of work done. I can barely recognize her. According also with the Instagram, she's very she heavily filtered. She looked better filtered. before. She looked better before. I agree. But, you know, if she likes it, great. She seems to do some work, um, partnership work with Mind Plus Beauty, Vanabelle and Mystic Tan. Okay. On her Instagram. Sure. She continues to work in philanthropy. I believe it's genuine, but I think it's... I will say, you go on her Instagram now... And there was some party, like, I don't know if it was She's two, in the Hamptons with, like, Jill Zarin right, right I don't now. know if it was two weeks ago or two months ago. You can't tell because she's throwing a picture up every day from that event that Jill Zarin had in the Hamptons. It, it, it is like those, she's so happy to be back with Housewives and being in People she Magazine would go on and Housewives. Daily Mail. She has reposted every pickup that that event had. She would go on an she's, ultimate girls trip in a heartbeat. Oh and God. she would make it horrible. And I don't think they'll ever ask her. I don't think she I needs think to she be. I think she has been blackballed. She's done. Yeah, blackballed. But we hope she lives happily ever after. I don't know. Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, what do we have for her rose and thorns? Oh, gosh. Are, okay. we, are we there? Yeah, we're here. We're at the end. Her rose. She made Dale interesting for me. Yeah. That, is that that's, it? That's all I can think of. <laughs> I put she's a good speaker to have if you have her at your event. She's yes. a good MC. She's very well spoken. And yeah. She can form a sentence. She likes her dog. Yeah. My thorn is she sucks the life out of everyone and you never know when she's gonna turn. And she will always turn. My thorn is her racism, calling Carrie a chirpy Mexican, Oof. and she's exhausting to be around. Exhausting. She just, yeah, she sucks She's an life. emotional vampire and yeah. a broken bird. Yeah. Okay, Chirons. Carney queen. I had charity and then in parentheses, Carney queen. So charity, Carney queen. <laughs> yeah. That's even better. Like she wants, to, yeah. I had emotional vampire. I had 100% broken bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen of Gaslighting and Texas Size Bully. Those were good. I had Anger Management Poster Child. Yes. <laughs> I like your vamp, uh, your Carney, well, Charity Carney Queen. Charity Carney Queen. That's the queen. winner. There oh, she gosh. is. I mean, I do hope she lives happily ever after. I hope she finds some kind of joy in her life down there. Peace. In I hope she finds peace. I'm more, yeah, I want peace and tranquility for Leanne. And for her to never be on our screens again. Yeah. She's horrible. This was great. <laughs> this, this was, was a fun great. cover. When we mean we want, are going to profile everybody, the ones you love to love, love to hate, hate to hate, there's going to be some love to hates, and this was definitely a big She love is, to hate. Uh, I don't want to say controversial, polarizing. I don't know. Does anyone actually like her? Is she that polarizing? They like to hate her. She's a perfect love to hate. Yeah. Makes her a great housewife. Anyway. Made for a good episode. Thank you. It made for a great episode. This was actually like kind of a fun rewatch. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us as we profile Leanne Lockin from and Housewives of Dallas. Follow us on Once a House Once Upon a Housewife podcast. Rate and review five stars. I believe the Instagram is Once Upon a Housewife PC. Yes, I never remember it. Tell your friends and neighbors. <laughs> Tell your cousins. Thanks for joining us. Until next time. Bye. bye.